You are now tuning in to Sigma DuoCast. This is Sigma DuoCast, hosted by Rick and Nate, where we BS about geek life, nerd lore, sports. Oh, and I cap on Rick the entire time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Shut up. Uh Stupid. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to Sigma Duocast episode 31. That's 31 for a non speaking Mexican speaking. <laughs> non speaking Mexican speaking Mexicans? Uh, dude, well. I'm so oh, I'm so out of it today, my friend. Razzle dazzle. So we're gonna try something today. Uh, hopefully we can do it. I know I can do it. I don't know if you can do it, but we're gonna try to make we're gonna try to make a clean episode. Uh, meaning we don't say any cuss words. Um, I want to try one, see how it goes. I don't believe it. We'll try to keep the content um, semi-PG-13, um, which is going to be interesting because you sent me your notes for today, and um, one of the topics, that's just good. <sighs> I don't know, man. Way but, out there? Yeah, but anyways, so welcome. Welcome, welcome. And Hola. Let's uh, let's get this show started again. We're gonna try not to say any bad words, my friends. But as always, let's start it off. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm sleepy. I'm right there with you, man. I'm like really tired. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm probably gonna go straight to bed. Go night night. Go night night, man. Mm. Got to be at work early tomorrow. So yep. We're gonna start at seven thirty tomorrow. Oh, then, yeah, you go in way earlier than I do. 7.30, huh? Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. Uh, Making all the frothy drinks. The frou-frous. The frou-frous for people. Get us on frou-frou. Do you like a special cafecito con one of those leaves in the middles with the creamers? The leaves in the middle. Yeah, isn't that what they do? They, like, does make make a leaf? Oh, you're talking like latte art? Yeah. No, yeah. We we ain't mess with that. <laughs> y- y'all don't mess with it or you don't mess with it? We ain't about that life. No? I'd, I'd assume some locations do, but... They get all fancy with it? Well, because everything is like in a cup, right? So it's like with the lid. I mean, it'd be in a cup regardless. What are you going to do? Do it in their hands? <laughs> hold no, on. Hold I mean, on your like, hands. <laughs> sit still. You bonehead. No, I mean, you know, you don't get like an actual coffee cup, like an actual, you know... Proper cafe I think place. pre-COVID, like some locations did. Oh, really? Like I you can just so, get yeah. like an actual like they would mug. actually do the what they call latte art. By the way, I'm gonna take a sip of my Sigma Duo Cast drink, uh, Terramana Sigma Rita. Um, I'm gonna post it in a little while on my Instagram, but I got a bunch of you'll see my bottles of uh, Terramana. We got quite a few. Uh, we are recording this episode. Whether or not I post this later, we'll see. But um, if you can see behind me. Five Reposado Termanas and two Blancos. There's a reason why I have so many. Not only because I love the drink and, you know, I plan to drink it all, but uh, <laughs> we ha- I haven't formally announced an event that we're doing next month. Uh, once we get a little bit closer, we'll uh, talk about it because, you know, it'll be, it'll be an episode. And uh, you'll know why I have so much Termana. But, I mean, at the same time, why not have so much Termana? 
You it know? just seems like the world is like all about Terramana right now. You know what? It's because Dwayne the Rock Johnson, man. Mm-hmm. This this dude, he he knows what he's doing, man. Um, I just had the uh, I, you haven't tried it, unfortunately, and I was uh, I kind of killed the case that I got. But go to GNC. GNC has them. Otherwise, Amazon you can order a case. But the Zoa Energy Drink. That's uh, Dwayne The Rock's next or new venture into food and beverage. And um, my wife ordered a case, pineapple coconut. And I got to tell you, it's delicious, man. It's really, really good, tasty and everything. And, you know, it's supposed to be like a healthy energy drink. And when you read like all the stats on them, you know, all the stuff that it has, it's it's really crisp, man. It's really nice. I like your De Niro face, by the way. <laughs> Franco De Niro face. Yeah. But if you guys want a good energy drink, you're an, an energy drink enthusiast, um, check out Zoa. Uh, there's a lot of different flavors. Um, or hopefully I'll be able to order another case of pineapple coconut because um, right now it's my favorite. But then I want to order a different, uh, another case of something else and uh, just it, start getting all the flavors. Shot. Yeah, I want to yeah. taste all the flavors because it's good. And then at, at some point, I'm, you know how we do it. We got to put that Terramana in there, you know. So mm. I want to make a new... Uh, Terramana oh. drink and uh, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of pineapple and coconut. Dude, so. it's super super good. Like, I don't know, man. I've been super good with these energy drinks. Like I said, the only time I have them now is when they're mixed in with our drink. So I'm kind of like, eh, I want to try it, but I don't want to like. But it's a get health- back into that habit. <clears throat> but it's a healthy choice, though. Like I'm telling you, you got to like look at all the. Is it though? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Just because GNC sells it? No, because The Rock sells it. Oh. He made it. Him and his high scientists. Okay, buddy. Hey, you drink Terramana? That's different. (laughs) (laughs) That's different. Um, Speaking of The Rock, did you see that they finally gave a date for Black Adam? They did, yeah. Was it July 22nd? 22nd, 2022? Yeah. Next year? Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. I'm actually excited for that. I'm excited and then I'm like partially not excited. Why are you partially not excited? Because as we all know, if you guys listened to our last week's episode, uh, the episode 30, Zack Snyder's Justice League, you know, we got that cut. It's amazing. Um, You know, the continuity of the stories there, but they're not WWB as of right now is not moving forward with that continuity or that verse universe or whatever you want to call it. So we have... Um, and we'll talk about this in a little bit. Nice little, as Nate hates when I say this, nice little segue. I don't but, hate it. Um, we'll talk about uh, the recent trailer for Suicide Squad. But you have, um, let me see that. I think I took a snapshot real quick. Hope I did, so I can remember. But what if it just takes the route like Shazam did? Shazam was a good movie, comedic relief. I didn't take the clip. Well, that's my thing though. So Shazam, no, Shazam was part of the. Of of the Snyder's universe though, oh it was yeah. So in in that one, it referenced uh, Batman and it showed the battering and because he the one of the orphan kids had the uh, rep, uh, actual battering and yeah no, newspaper clippings of uh, Batman and it was Ben Affleck's Batman and then at the end of the film you don't see his face but Superman is at the end of the movie. Oh that's right when he's at the lunch and he yeah. like walks in doesn't say anything they don't show his face or anything because. I forgot why what the issue was but um so yeah so it's in the same universe which would then and and if you know i don't know too much about black adam but he, one of his big villains is shazam and or 
not villains. Black Adam is the villain. One of the heroes he fights is Shazam. And um, and that's obviously in the Snyderverse, so to speak. And so Black Adam should be in there. And then Flash and Aquaman, the next Wonder Woman, you know, they're all part of that. So I just, I just don't know where this one's going. And not only that, it's a disservice. Like, I don't know if you saw, like, The Rock on Instagram. He, like, kind of talked about the he, – he pretty much put all comics on notice all the movies he's like hey you know dc and not just dc marvel you know the baddest of the bad this is going to change everything the hierarchy of power is changing you know because i'm here black adam's here you know and it's like damn he even tried to put marvel on blast like he goes put some balls behind it. not that there was you know even he said himself like not that there will ever be like a you know crossover but I, I mean, know. what if there was that was this? I think that was a subtle like wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. just wait to see because that, that that dude can do anything right now. Yeah, and imagine, dude, that'd be crazy. It's the Rock. Yeah, this guy's unstoppable right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he can do no wrong. Not like Chris Brown, but <laughs> you remember in the Ted? Yeah, he's like, oh man, Chris Brown's my guy. Yeah, he can do no wrong. <laughs> and then like a month later or uh-huh. next year, you like beat up Rihanna or some yeah. stuff. Oh, I almost did it, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Almost. <laughs> almost. Hey, it's so hard because I'm like thinking as I'm speaking. Think before you speak and <laughs> speak. Speak. Speak, Gonzalez. speak easy. And uh, but anyways, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm excited because, you know, Black Adam, The Rock, superhero. He's going to be pretty badass. But then you have. What do you call it? It's not connected. I don't know if it's going to be connected to the DCEU. Which I hope it does, because wouldn't it be awesome to see Superman go toe to toe? Well, weren't there like over a million signatures to or uh, uh, likes or tweets, retweets for yeah. hashtag Restore the Snyderverse? You know, man. Since we're on the topic, I mean, at this point, it it would be foolish for Warner Brothers to not do something. You know, not either a make a movie to be in theaters or take the HBO Max route or do something. I mean, th- there's so much. And granted, too, Snyder kind of released, kind of gave a lot of far as like story arc of what the next two movies were supposed to be. But I mean, yeah, you can change it. But I mean, I don't know. It just, I feel, I feel Warner Brothers right now. They're trying to. I think they want to do it because it's a no brainer. But more importantly, I think they don't want to do it because they want to show that they're in control. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's that old thing. It's like, well, you know, people complain about this and this and this and then change happens. And fans are kind of demanding, kind of, that mm. they want this. They need to make it. And it's like, we're not going to give in to fans. But again, that's that's harmful for your business. I don't know. Look at what happened with Sonic. What happened to Sonic? Well, when they first showcased Sonic. Oh, the and movie. then they changed the way. Lo- yeah, 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 the way it looked. Because they essentially got cyber bullied. Yeah, but let's be real. That Sonic looked trash. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that the, the finished product is like 50 times, million oh, well, times yeah, better. Absolutely. So it's good. I, I mean, if you're if you're telling me like it's good to kind of listen to the fans and yeah, know. yeah, that's the point I was getting okay. at. Like, then you yeah, know, you get enough people yeah. in on it. Yeah, you know, change can happen for sure. No, I agree, and that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. But um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with DC. I mean, I've already. I, I watch Justice League almost every day, so I watch clips. I mean, <laughs> he said almost every day. Yeah, I do. I'll put it on and then I'll just like you know see it like you know 
30 minutes, 20 minutes of it. You got half the movie memorized already? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, but you know what I'm excited for is uh, in June, as if it, as long as it doesn't change, June 25th, the Batman, Robert Pattinson. Wait, that's this year still? That's this year, June 25th. That's right around the corner. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Let's Movies go. are going to start coming out. I'm going to the movie theaters this Wednesday. So what's funny is you were talking about HBO Max and, uh, you know, if they do anything as far as the Snyderverse, you know, maybe take the HBO Max route. Do you think that would still happen if a lot of these regulations and uh, for COVID and stuff were uplifted where they fully open movie theaters? Like in our area, they just recently reopened last week. Yeah, they just opened last week and I'm going to be going... I'm taking the family on Wednesday night um, to go see Godzilla versus Kong. Now, obviously, I can watch an HBO Max in the comfort of my home. But like I said, and I stood by this, um, you can go back and listen to episodes. Nate, you can challenge me on it. But I said, I love watching movies in IMAX. And if it's an IMAX, I'll go to the movie theaters. No problem. And sure enough. Taking the whole family to go to uh, to go see uh, Godzilla and IMAX here in Riverbank, California, because they're finally opened up, and it's cool the way they. So, I'll talk about my experience on the next episode, and we'll talk about obviously the movie, but um, it's pretty cool how they're doing it because you know you book your tickets and automatically, like you know, you select your seats, and once you set, so in this case, four of us, my two boys and my my wife, and the two seats next to you on each side automatically get taken up yeah that's how it was when we went to what did we go see when we did the episode tenant oh it was tenant yeah we saw tenant yeah but see the thing is though like we did it but we couldn't really so when you did it in the app you know how you select your seats to purchase your tickets it didn't like fill in that those blocks it just when you went to go like it'll show like it's vacant and then when you went to go click it it says oh this seat's not available now it literally shows that block filled so when I picked my four seats, it literally picked these other seats. At first, I, it threw me off because I was like, wait, am I paying for fight for ooh, almost did it? Uh, am I paying for uh, <laughs> the whole row? You know, you know, eight chairs like what's happening here? Yeah. And it's like, no, it's just those four. And then the two next to you are. Closed. So that's pretty cool. I think that's cool. So they're giving you a two seat gap for sure. Um, you know, and if it's anything like when we went to go see Tenet, you know, you go, everyone wears masks, get your food and everything, get your snacks. Go sit down, and once you sit down, you could uh, take off your mask, eat your stuff. If you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. It, you know, they didn't really make you wear your mask the entire time, so. I think know. most people just did out of courtesy, though. Most yeah. people, when we were there, were courteous. Like, even when I was done, I put my mask back on. and Yeah, I did the same thing. Like, I had it hanging off one ear, mm-hmm. and I would eat and drink and stuff, and then, like, I'll put it on when I felt like, oh, I'll put it on, and then. There's times I took it off just so I can, again, eat and stuff like that. I think that with the time we went, we just had those one jerks at the very bottom. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that's that's the thing, like, it just kind of irks me. It's just people are just, like, stupid about it. Oh, you know? still to this day, over a year later, and people just still don't get it. But yeah. it's going to be like that, you know? At least another year. Mm-hmm. At best. What's more. funny is uh, <clears throat> I had my first... Uh, Haircut experience from like a, a salon. Wait, what? Over a year. Oh, really? You haven't gone and got no. your hair? So this whole time, um, the last, I guess, quote unquote, professional haircut I got was last like August or July, late July, right before my daughter's birthday. Um, 
someone came through uh, to my sister-in-law's house and, you know, gave us haircuts, which was cool. But uh, other than that, I, I was cutting my own hair. So from then on, I, I, I cut my own hair. I learned to just cut my hair. Like, it wasn't the greatest, but it, it got the job done. So I went today. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm actually going to go because they've been open for a little while. And it was a it was a weird experience. Really? Yeah. Like, I, because, you know, like I said, it was the first time doing it. So going in, you know, all the seats, they had, I think, four seats on the inside and then two on outside of the door, of the front door. Okay. And then uh, everything had its own, like, little cubicle, which was kind of cool. And then it was just weird to, like, get a haircut with a mask. Yeah, that's how they, that's how my, um, when my barbershop opened up that you do it with the mask on. Yeah. They'll just be like, when you take off, you'll, they'll take off this one side and tell you like, you know, hold it if it comes down and then they'll do the thing and then they'll. Well, the lady that did mine, she was like careful. So she like unlooped it from my ear and like held it tight, but away so she can, you know, cut the hair around my ear and then like gently put it back and then did the other side. It was a weird experience, but it was still cool like to actually go in and get a haircut yeah i know um i've been getting my haircut for <laughs> no i know you have i've uh, been going you know doing my thing but uh it's cool man that's crazy it's been a year since you uh yeah over a year so yeah so i mean i'm glad that movie theaters up like i said i could easily just stay home and watch it you know but you know, it's the experience, and then it's the big, big screen. It's IMAX, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So Plus all the food and snacks. And yeah, and I want to take my family out, you know. you you got to be careful, you know, but I don't always, I don't want to live in fear or anything like that. So, you know, and I, I know my kid, you know, my eldest child, he's a diehard Godzilla fan. So, you know, I got to make sure he watches it right, you know, full, big screen, top to bottom, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But I'm excited, and so I'll let everyone know how that experience went. Um, if it was similar to our tenant experience, um, or and or we'll also talk about the movie and talk about uh, how it is. I mean, you'll you have HBO Max, so you can just watch it at the comfort of your home. Yeah, and then uh, I'm I'll sure watch it on my TV on my couch with the surround sound, and yeah, I'm sure I'll once we watch popcorn, once we watch it, we'll probably come home and then watch it again right then and there, man. Probably. I think you know what, and it's to your point. I think that's going to be interesting because I think that'd be a cool kind of cool thing like it's like oh i can go and see it on the big screen but then it's like then i can go home and watch it again like oh i really loved it we saw it in the theaters yeah just make sure you refill your popcorn bucket before you come home so you have (laughs) that popcorn for you you know that theater they sell like um like a three pound bag of a five pound bag oh is it five pound yeah Yeah. and then they give you a gift card yeah so it's like but but the big thing for me is i want to support yeah movie theater like the one in riverbank it's kind of independently owned they don't have that many chains and you know uh, that's the only theater i go to whenever like i used to go to the amc in manteca um did stop that and then anytime i went imax i would go all the way to dublin yeah. at the regal cinema and uh, this one is just it just you know you can tell it's like semi-independently owned it's almost like a mom pa shop type of i remember trying to get you to go when it opened and you were still kind of like i was all big on my amc i was on my amc hype because i had their membership and i was dude let me tell you something right now the amc membership that i had before those rewards were solid i'd get free movie tickets free upgrades like for like you'd buy like a medium and then they'll automatically give you the large the next size up like it was cool it's just what you don't have the rewards through riverbank no, I do. I, I do. I was going to say. Like, yeah, but it's should. just those were the AMCs at the time because they changed it. And that's part of the reason why I kind of like 
started drifting away. And then plus, I, I just enjoyed the, you know, the recliner seats. And again, yeah. IMAX. IMAX was the big thing. And uh, speaking of uh, the Riverbank, did you get an email from them? Yeah. The, the was did it say happy belated birthday? Yeah, yeah I, I did get that. I got one. the fr- I got a free movie ticket. Yeah, the free movie ticket. They took yeah. care of dude. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like they take care of yeah. their guests. So that's why. Again, I could have I could easily watch Godzilla here at my house, but I want to go and show my support because you know tickets. Uh, you know they're pricey. IMAX for four people, especially now. My eldest is no longer considered a child ticket. He has an adult ticket. Yeah, so yeah. you know it's a good amount of money, and then. The concessions, you know, we drop money in concession, and that's where they really make their money. Well, so. that's where most theaters make their money, yeah. Because so. all the money from the the ticket sales, they get a go, small percent of it. They get a, a small chunk, but it, it, all their concessions. Yeah, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go ham on concessions as long as they have everything. Because I know when we went for tenant, like they had super limited things. Well, they're also like very limited on staff too. So. Yeah. So hopefully they got more because I like to. I'm a fatty man. I like to get myself a large. Blue raspberry icy nachos with the jalapenos, and then like I'll get a large popcorn. The large popcorn everyone shares, but then like you know my wife she'll get like a fully loaded. They have those little like fully loaded Doritos chips. Like you get yeah, you get a bag of chip and it's sideways. You pop it open and you put all kinds of stuff you normally put like in nachos the chili and the nacho yeah. cheese and the yeah. And then the kids I'd get them like dipping dots and um, ices and ices and yeah, usually a pizza. Is well, the pe- AMC had the best pizza. That's one thing that I did do mess because uh, my kids love the pizza that AMC had. But because um, I think they partnered with someone professional, but here it's like a little more gourmet style, and it's like Papa Jan's. Yeah, it's like, eh. but yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm yeah. excited. But um, so Suicide Squad trailer got released james gunn takes over suicide squad Mm -hmm. we don't really know how much of a sequel it is the trailer kind of hinted that it's a sequel in a sense a little bit yeah and uh, we have some characters coming back from the first suicide squad well we get introduced to a lot more new characters so what's your take man what do you think no so i i totally forgot that the uh the trailer had dropped and then uh one of my co-workers had mentioned you know he asked me if i was a dc fan and i was like oh yeah Kind of like I'm not the biggest DC fan. He's like, oh, the Suicide trailer dropped. I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to check it out. So I watched it. And of course, I, it was a Red Band trailer, so it's the best one to watch. Red Band, if you don't know what that is, basically it's an unrated trailer, so it can include vulgarity, um, suggestive themes. Pretty much, it's just an unrated trailer. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. Think you you're pretty pumped for it. Yeah. So I like I like James Gunn. I like so I have faith in James Gunn, and you can tell that he's given it the Guardians of the Galaxy style, but, most definitely. But a rated R, yeah, because that, that the Guardians of the Galaxy, the way it was filmed and everything uh, throughout that movie was a huge success. So taking that when they tried to do it with the original Suicide Squad, they even in even in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. like they used a lot of the same songs that they did in Guardians. That's of the Galaxy. right in the David Ayer one, yeah. So you're kind of like, huh? A lot of their budget they actually blew on music rights. Yeah, that's right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So like watching this trailer, I was I was like, okay, like I I dig this. Like I'm ready for this. Like I want to see everything that's going on. Like your boy Idris. Mm. Oh, I love my I love my boy Idris, mm-hmm. bro. And then seeing Man our, our first looks at a King Shark, Sylvester Stallone is King Shark. Yeah. yeah. And then John hand. Cena. <laughs> yes, that is your hand. That is your head. <laughs> uh, John Cena's in there. Mm-hmm. He's interesting. You can't see him, so, but he's in there. Did did I, was I tripping or did um 
did Rick Flag have like a different accent or something? I don't know if it was the accent, but his or style of his, talking. His his whole style was completely different. Okay, his he was. I was like, wait, that's Rick Flag, right? And I was like, okay, yeah, that's the same actor. I forget the actor's name. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, looking at him, I was like, okay, like he really got James gunned. You know? Yeah he he uh he, he I was I gotta watch it again. He had that uh he had a whole he different had that Peter like, Parker Spider Man three kind of hair going on. Yeah, and uh, his, but his voice sounded different to me. Saying, yeah. but then you know the more you think of it, like you know, it, it, yeah, he because uh, in the first one he kind of had that like Joel Kinnaman. Joel name. Kinnaman. There you go. Um, he kind of had that. I, I guess you would call it maybe a Southern drawl, more of like a a Kansas style accent. I guess. Mm-hmm. You can kind of pick it out, but uh, in this one, it was just completely different. So Okay, so here we go. Let's do this. Suicide Squad, um, James Gunn for one, uh, the new one that's coming out. The premise of the, of the, of the movie is imprisoned convicts from Bel, Bel Rev Penitentiary are sent as members of Task Force X to the South American Isle of Croto Maltese. To destroy Jotunheim, a Nazi Jotunheim. Jotunheim, a Nazi era prison and laboratory which held political prisoners and conducted experiments. So for the most part, um, still the same thing. Bell Rue, Bell Rev, you whatever penitentiary task force X. Uh, what's her name? Where's her name? Viola Davis, who played Amanda Waller in the first one. She's yeah. back. She's the director of Argus, and she runs the mm-hmm. Task Force X program. Um, Still utilizing the same uh, tracking devices in their necks. Yes, exploding tracking devices. So here we go. Let's let's dive into this. So Margot Robbie can, uh, returns as Harley Quinn. Uh, as we all know, she's a crazed criminal, former psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, she reprises her role from the first Suicide Squad, but Robbie stated that Harley's portrayal in the Suicide Squad differs from her previous uh, DCEU appearances because new parts of her personality emerge with the new character she works with so fair enough i guess you know uh, i'm characters growing right all right idris elba Mm -hmm. plays Bloodsport, a mercenary with a technological advanced suit that only can only he can use after shooting superman with a kryptonite bullet he shortens his uh, prison sentence by joining Task Force X so he can reunite with his daughter, Tila. So Elba originally was cast to replace Will Smith as Deadshot yes. um, before his character was changed to Bloodsport, allowing Smith to reprise his role in the future. So mm-hmm. they're going to recast them, but they decide not to. So then that way they could have both of them eventually come back if Will wanted to come right, back. Right, because Will and Idris together, why not? Bro, damn, I never even thought of that. That would be a awesome freaking uh like buddy cop type of movie yes. you know like a like tango and cash bro mm-hmm. and i want that movie now <laughs> i want that movie yeah. now and then just make it like just like a like a stealth spy john wick type of movie oh, yeah i don't even want to talk about this anymore i want that i, want, I don't want suicide squad <laughs> all right um john cena as peacemaker peacemaker yep He's a ruthless killer who believes in achieving peace at any cost. Cena described him as a douchey Captain America. <laughs> well, director so Homelander. <laughs> so Homelander. No, Homelander's the he's he's a dick. Straight up, dude. Yeah, he is. That's not a bad word, right? That's PG thirteen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So while director James Gunn said the character was st- oh your camera, buddy. 
was straight out of the 1970s television series like Wonder Woman. So, so real quick, one thing about um, Peacemaker, I wanted this is, a, I guess, a good part to, to talk about this. So, some people were kind of uh, being a little negative about the movie. They're like, I'll still watch the movie, but they're like, um, because you know it was a red band trailer they're like mm-hmm. the unnecessariness of of the cussing and the part like the, the the part with john cena so in the trailer uh they're in the woods or they're in like in a forest marching or in the beach or something right. and uh and cena asks idris uh, elba character is like hey what, what's the plan what are we gonna do and he's like i don't know just want you to eat a bag of dicks and he's like well you know what you know i would do that if I was told if this whole beach was filled with dicks and I was told that I got to eat every single one of them for the for the sake of peace, I'll do it. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, and, that, and people were complaining because it's like, yeah. really? Like, that's how immature we're going to have to be like this and this and this. And uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Blockers. Have you ever seen that? Not all the way. Okay. No, wait, wait. That's the one with the John Cena. John he has the kid. I, yeah. I don't know if I have. I I want to say yes, but I don't remember. Okay, if I did. so the way John Cena portrays, you know, Peacemaker, it it reminds me exactly of the character he played in, um, Blockers, except, you know, more explicit, because he was kind of like innocent in Blockers. The other thing too is, if you if you, if you know the comics, this is the Suicide Squad. They had this like adult banter between one another you yeah. know they they mess with each other w- with all this stuff so i don't know i mean i think it's a it's with it's in the lines of what suicide was it's just people are probably not used to it because even the other one david ayers he wanted a rated r suicide squad but yeah. they said no pg-13 yeah so they wanted to make it more family which friendly. is kind of funny now that they're like oh yeah do r rated like really why because they you know, do- I, honestly bro honestly all all dc films should be r-rated yeah, they're a lot. They need to separate themselves from Marvel. And, DC's a lot darker. Yeah, yeah, and they're you know they're more mature. You DC know, they're, they're the adult darker comics. You know, detective comics. <laughs> I know. I just, I got you, but uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. So, anyways, yeah, that was something that was going on. Um, all right, Sylvester Stallone as the voice of King Shark, mm-hmm. a man-eating fish-human hybrid. Uh, Steve Agee developed King Shark's portrayal as a stand-in on set with a character then created with visual effects. Gunn initially used a hammerhead shark design from the comics, but found it awkward to film with the character with other actors due to his eyes being on the side of his head. Yeah, so I changed him to a great white. Yes, Gunn settled with the great white shark designed similar to the one seen in Harley Quinn 2019. That's the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, though this was a... This was a coincidence since that series was released after filming The Suicide Squad began. Uh, Gunn gave King Shark a dad bod <laughs> to, make <him laughs> le- <laughs> to make him look less like a mammal as well as small eyes, a big mouth, and a small head to avoid the cute athmophoric beast design seen in the popular characters like Groot and uh, from Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy and Mandalorian's Grogu. Uh-huh. He looks like uh, he looks like if the street sharks came to life. Remember that cartoon? Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? I don't know if you've ever seen The Flash, the TV series with Grant Gustin, but they had King Shark on there, dude. He was on there, huh? Yeah, he looked pretty bad. Like They, they, gave, they went with like the pretty realistic uh, thing. It's just, you know, obviously the... Um, it was a TV show, so they didn't have yeah. the best design, but or funding for it. 
All right, and then we have uh, Jai Courtney as Joy or Captain Boomerang. I don't say his full name. An unhinged Australian thief who wields boomerangs. Pretty much from the first film, and he looked pretty much the same. Just I guess his again, cost, slight costume change, but yeah, he looked more seasoned. Like he's yeah. like it's obviously years. Because remember, and if it, if this has any continuity connectivity to the first Suicide Squad, you know he's the one that got the longer sentence. Yes, um, so he's the one that really needs to try and get that fixed. And then we have uh, Peter Capaldia, one of the Doctor Who's. Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. I don't know how to say that. Okay. Yeah. And he is the thinker, and he's a highly intelligent supervillain. So from what it seemed in the trailer, it looked like they were pretty much trying to capture him and bring him back. Um, so that's going to be the main yeah. villain. And he had the ability, it looked like, to make a kaiju starfish. Yeah. That was weird. Oh, my God. And then a couple other characters. We have um, David... That's Malchian. I don't know how you say that. He's Polka Dot Man. You would see him in Ant Man. He's one of the thieves for with uh, Ant Man. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's the one that has that accent. Uh, uh-huh. I, forgot, I forgot some of his lines. Like a Russian says. accent. Oh, the 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 witch. What, what does he say? <laughs> oh, yeah. What is, the hell is his line in there? I uh, dude, I forgot. Man. I know oh, what you're talking about. I haven't seen that movie forever. Ant Man and the Wasp. He says. But uh, Polka Dot Man's one of the. Uh, isn't he one of Batman's original like nemesis? A lot of these yeah. villains are Batman's, but he, he has the best rogues gallery. Uh, a criminal who wears a suit covered with polka dots. Then you have Daniela Melchar as Ratcatcher 2, a villain, a villain who controls rats, including her pet rat, Sebastian. Michael Roker as Savant, a vigilant computer hacker, which he looks very kind of weird, scary in that yeah. thing, dude. He looked like something from Rob Zombie. A little bit. You know, uh, he looked like that one, uh, I think the, the main devil or demon from House of a Thousand Corps. I don't know. Dr. Satan. Yes. Um, Alice Braga as Sol Soria. Alice Braga, she was, uh, I think she was in Predator or one of the Predators. She was in the X-Men New Mutants. Yeah, she was. She was like the doctor. Uh, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, (laughs) a mercenary who is easily manipulated into running his own schemes. That's interesting. I didn't see this character unless I... Unless he was one and he just didn't really get that much screen time. But Nathan Fillion's in it as Floyd Belkin slash TDK. Was he the one in the blue and yellow? I'd have to watch the trailer again, but I don't remember seeing him. Sean Gunn as Weasel. And Animal Freak, that thing was weird while licking the glass. Yep. Uh, I like how Sean Gunn portrays like the animals. Yeah, he's always... Because he's just in a green suit, you know? Yeah. Uh, Flula Borg as Javelin and then a former Olympian athlete who wields javelins. Yeah, Flula is hilarious. And Mei-Ling and Mei-Ling Jin NG as Mongol. Ing. Ing. Um, let's see. Anything else that's worth... Ooh. Your boy's in the movie as for an undisclosed role. Takia. Taika. Oh, Taika? Taika is in there. Uh, a couple other people, but I think that's pretty much good. So anyways, yeah. Oh, it says it is a sequel to uh, Suicide Squad. So that's going to be very interesting to see how that goes. I, I hope so, man, because honestly, I like Suicide Squad. I didn't get a lot of love. Obviously, I would love to see the air cut. Obviously, the extended cut's a little bit better than the theatrical. Yeah. But um, 
I wish we got like what David Ayer really tried to do. Even, you know, that's like the new thing, Snyder cut. Now let's release the Ayer cut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I really hope that DC learns from this and just lets them make, lets these people who are creating films make the films that make yeah. the most sense. Obviously, just like yeah. we said last week. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we get what we actually, uh, you know, what we're supposed like to get. Like you said, bring their visions to life. And um, There is rumor that there's a spinoff TV series starring John Cena called Peacemaker coming potentially to HBO Max. I can see that happening. So that's going to be very interesting. Um all right. Yeah. Suicide Squad. It looks good. It looks interesting. Um comes out August 6th, most likely in theaters. Um I don't know. I think it's part of HBO Max plan. I don't know if it is or isn't. Um, I think it is. Does it say on here release? Suicide Squad is scheduled to be released theatrically by Warner Bros. Pictures August 6th and digitally on streaming service HBO Max for one month starting at the same day. So, yeah, so it'll be on HBO Max and theaters. Again, I'll watch it in theaters if it's on IMAX. Otherwise, HBO Max it is. Um, I don't see why it would not be IMAX. You never know. All right, man. So from there, let's cross the river to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Peacemaker, a douchey Captain America, what do you think about Cap? Oh, Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There were two episodes in. Yeah, um, I saw both episodes. I think the second episode was a little bit better than the first one. No, it was a lot better than the first one. Okay, it was a lot better than the first. One. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, what do you think, man? So I, 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 I'm trying to figure out the hate for you know John F. Walker. And I don't know if it has to deal with the fact that, you know, everyone wants, you know, Falcon to pick up the mantle, which we know is going to happen. We just don't know when. Right. Or if, you know, everyone is just comparing to Chris Evans, which is fair. But he even said in the show, you know, he's he's no Captain America. He's no, uh, what was his name? His actual Steve name. Rogers. Steve Rogers. There you go. And uh, I, I kind of like his backstory. You know, he, he has the military background. He's done a lot. Um, even uh, in the, the show, Bucky asked him. He's like, "Well, you ever jumped on a grenade?" He's like, "Actually, I have. You know, four different times." So it's kind of this weird thing I do with my helmet. You know, because it's reinforced. But yeah. And, and I, I, I like him. I don't necessarily like his look. I, I, get what I think to go that's for. where people are uh, kind of clowning on the guy. It's not so much hate. They're just clowning on him. But I, I don't mind him. I, I really don't. Like, I'm interested to see, like, what his story, you know, uh, more of his story unfold throughout the series. No. So, um, because John Walker in the comics is U.S. agent. Yeah. And he's. Kind of, if I'm not mistaken, is he kind of like an anti-hero? Yeah. He's like this anti-hero, kind of laid back, like, ah, oh, like, here we go again. He's almost like Saitama in, like, One Punch Man, where he's just like, oh, I guess I'll be a hero. <laughs> you know? But Oh, that reminds me. I got to I don't know what we'll talk about in a little bit, too. But, um, but no, like, and then other than that, like, I like... uh. Yeah, I like that we finally got, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon back together. Uh, their banter picked up again right uh, after Civil War. Like, it was the same kind of 
kind of banter back and forth and you know it was really good to see um as far as walker goes i think it's just the 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 look you know he's not captain america we're used to chris evans um and i'll be honest even even when falcon becomes captain america i'm just kind of i'm not i'm not like super excited for it you know what i mean like for me captain america is captain america you know it's, it's steve rogers you know it's it's chris evans um and I think this guy, not to not to be, I sound like like a jerk, but I think they kind of went with his look because when he has the mask off, he's not that bad of a looking dude. But for whatever reason, when he puts on the helmet, his mask, it his face looks weird to me, it's, and it just he looks like that dude from the old man from Up. Yeah, he does. His his mouth and his nose really sticks out, and he can't really. And it's his ears too. Yeah, and you and you can't have him smile or anything because he just looks goofy. And so when you see that, and you're like. That's got to be right. And then you're, you've just been for the last, what, 10, 11 years used to Chris Evans. Yeah. It's like, like even when, like I said, even when, uh, when Falcon eventually becomes Winter Soldier and puts on a helmet. Captain America. Or, I'm sorry, Captain America. It's like, I hope he doesn't put on a helmet, just uses goggles. And I don't think he puts on a helmet. I think he just uses He's goggles. He uses goggles. Because, you know, he looked weird, too, wearing that. Yeah. So, I, I, I agree with you. His story is pretty cool, and it's going to be interesting how it goes. He's not a superhuman and he can hold his own, you know, and then he's got, I think it's funny how, it, you know, he's the primary, right? He's like the main focal point and then he has this kind of like a sidekick and yeah. it's an African-American mm-hmm. and then on the other side, it's like Falcon's the main guy, African-American and then his sidekick's Bucky and is a white guy. Yeah. So it's like the dynamic is kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. But what I love most about the show so far, the two episodes is Bucky. I'm more, yeah, I, he has more interest. I, th- I think him as a character, I'm more interested in him than Falcon. Like mm-hmm. they, in the first episode, they try to establish like a little bit of their kind of where they're at backstory, you know, so you kind of learn about, you know, his nephew, uh, Falcon's nephews, his sister, you learn a little bit about his parents, you know, what they did growing up, you know, this and that. And it's like, to me, it's like, Okay. Like it, I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather go watch the first episode of WandaVision at that point. And a lot of people hate the first episode of WandaVision. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, eh, his action sequence were cool, but I mean, it's like, you can only do so much with a flying character. So it's getting, it was a little run. It was cool that they brought back. What's his name from uh winter soldier. Um, and that's the overall feel so far I, f- I have in this show is that it feels like a winter soldier and that's my favorite Marvel movie. So yeah. I'm excited there, but honestly, Bucky's where it's at. I, I like in the first episode, his backstory. And by the way, I forgot we didn't say spoilers. So we will see spoilers in the first two. Not that they've really shown anything, but just FYI spoilers. Um, but in the first episode, you know, you see him like kind of still going through the process of getting over uh, his victims and and it's cool because it it, it it pays homage to two things in from the MCU. The first one is it pays homage to Civil War when Tony Stark tells him, "Do you remember them?" And he's like, "I remember every single one of them." Yeah. And he's dealing with it now. He's having these nightmares, seeing a therapist, and he's trying to make amends. Like he's literally has a three step process yeah. to make amends. Of he has pe- his list and everything. yeah, of people he's wronged. And then the other way plays homage is like, was like, well, I thought you'd been cleared up. He's like, no, I mean, they tried to do what they can in Wakanda. So he name drops Wakanda, you know, when he was there and they even do another little homage where he says, what are you? The, 
What did he call he, him? He said, you spent a little time in Wakanda, and all of a sudden, you're the White Panther. And the White like, Panther. He goes, he's no. like, actually, it's White Wolf. And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was brilliant. I loved it, yeah. dude. So I love, I, I'm more excited to see what Bucky, his story in this series goes. And like you said, yeah, the banter between the two of them is freaking amazing it's yeah. right back where they like don't like each other but they're like best friends but they hate each other uh-huh. at the same time and when they're talking about he's like well it's part of the big three and he's like what big three and he's like super soldiers uh it's like aliens aliens wizards, super soldiers and, and a- or something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like wizards because yeah you know what he goes he goes not there's no wizards he goes dr strange he goes he's not a wizard he's a sorcerer he goes he's a wizard without a hat <laughs> Is that right, Gandalf? Because, yeah, I read Lord of the Rings when it first came out back in, like, 19-whatever. He's like, he's like, like, Gandalf? He's like, wait, how do you know Gandalf? He's like, I read The Hobbit back in 1932 when it first came out. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it was just great. So I like how you do that little jab at, uh, at on uh, uh, towards Sam. Even when he's talking to the girl, he's like, how old are you? And he's like, 106. She's like, no, really? And he's just like. Yeah, really. Like, but I think I think my favorite thing so far is Bucky is living or, or demonstrating the the hate, I guess if you will, that what you're calling it, uh, towards Walker as Captain America because the whole time, man, Bucky's just mean mugging the hell out of this mm-hmm. guy, and then he's mad at Sam because he gave up the mantle. He's like, bro, like you're supposed to be. And then they did him dirty too because he like donated the shield. To, to the like the Smithsonian, and that was cool to have War Machine in there. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. My boy, my boy Don Cheadle. But uh, I thought you were gonna cry. Uh, no, I was gonna burp, and I just <laughs> I had to keep it continuity there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See, how I did that, my boy. Because I went, my boy, and then You're I started, boy, I started like burping or something, and then I just had to finish it saying it right, so that people don't be like, "What the hell just happened?" Uh, thanks for calling that out, jerk. You're welcome. <laughs> but um. But yeah, no, and, and you know he donates his uh, shield, and then it's like at the end of the first episode, like, oh, here's your new Captain America, and it's like, who's this guy? It's kind of a, a kick in the groin. Yeah, man. So, um, I, I'm 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 excited. I mean, we'll see. There's they're supposed to do six episodes, so we're down two. We got four more. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's something to do with Super Soldiers. Uh, they alluded at the end of the episode they're going to go back and speak to Zemo. What you do see him? You do briefly see in the dark. You, you make out a silhouette, but you you see. It you know there. what I was hoping to see, like what would have made that scene better at the end. Maybe they'll continue, but I wanted to see what's his name. Speaking of the Hobbit, um, what's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, who played freaking Bilbo Baggins in the Hobbit? Oh my God! Why is this eluding me right now? I know I can't. I can't think of. Uh, oh, yeah, we fail. We fail, bro. Portray Martin Freeman. Yeah. So Martin Freeman, uh, you know, he played in Civil War when they locked up Winter Soldier, and then he locked up Zemo at the end. So if he makes a cameo, I'd be super excited because I'll be like, "That's cool." Just keeping yeah. the the pace of. Uh, you know, of the MCU within it. They even name dropped uh, Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. Well, she she will appear in the... Uh, oh, well, she will? Yeah, she's supposed to appear. You know what I thought was hilarious? Uh, when, uh, well, two things. Not hilarious, but the first thing is hilarious where um, Bucky's like, oh, you, you need to meet someone. So they, they fly into, what is it, Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Baltimore? Yeah, and uh, they're walking down the street, and the kid goes, hey, it's Black Falcon. 
And he goes, <laughs> it's just Falcon. He goes, no, my dad says you're Black Falcon. He's like, why am I Black Falcon? Because I'm the Falcon and I'm black? And the kid goes, well, yeah, obviously. He's like, so what does that make you? Black kid? <laughs> and the kid was like, yeah. oh, like he just got roasted. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, they even had a little moment after that. Mm-hmm. Dude, the character that they go and see, how about that? That's like that, basically Captain America, but... The black Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, I like how it essentially uh, you know, the MCU brought to life that, yes, there was a black Captain America before the Captain America we know. And he just had a crappier road. Yeah. Playing, playing on the whole... Uh, they even He even talked about it. Hey, it's like... They were after Winter Soldier. Like, he knew Bucky. He fought Bucky. He even mentioned, like, hey, I took half his arm. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to see if he grew it back. And it looks like he did. Yep. So, like, you know he's super strong. They even show a brief moment where he tosses that tin and it right into the wall. Yeah, and he got no love. He got no, no love. No love from the country. They Not, just nothing. They forgot him about up. him, locked him up, the whole nine yards. So, essentially, they kind of say, like, they got Captain America that we know was made from his blood. Now, was he before Cap or was he after Cap? He was before. Was he? Yeah. Oh, wait, maybe? I don't know. I thought he maybe was after. I thought he was after because he was hunting Winter Soldier, wasn't he? Yeah, so he would be after. He'd be after. Yeah, because yeah, Winter Soldier was the first. And then he went ice and then they continued experimenting because yeah. they had all the other serums still. And so yeah. he must have been one that... that uh that took the but, yeah. I just thought that was cool. Like it was an, another essentially Captain America after all the failed tests. After trying to make another super soldier, one finally works. Let's see what this is. The what was his name? Isaac. Is it um, Isaac? Yeah, it was Isaac or Isaiah, something like that. Right here, let's see. Uh, Lots of pieces, veterans pay. Speaking of veterans pay, how about everyone was mad that... Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah. That essentially Tony Stark never paid the Avengers. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Donations. Uh Uh-huh. The entire Isaiah Bradley scene serves as a critical moment for Bucky and Sam. Suddenly the government that their lives were built around defending is revealed in many ways to have turned its back on them for one reason or another, be it systematic racism or unassisted rage issues due to trauma. The government has always backed superheroes. The closest that ever came to charging changing was in civil war where it merely served as a divisive issue. A charitable read is the government wanted to back superheroes even more. Yeah, there's there's a lot. That's the thing about Marvel, man. They they really kind of deep cut some things, yeah. and they try to because even then, even after that scene, you know, they're leaving the house and cops, you know, Bucky and uh, and um, Sam Sam are kind of arguing, and then the cops come in, kind of ro- racial profiling Sam, yeah, and like siding with Bucky, and he and it's like really, yeah, and then that's when it's that's like even even I loved it because even Bucky was like, do you even know who this is? Like who who are you talking like? Realize who you're speaking to, yeah, and, the and then that's like, like, oh, I didn't recognize you without your goggles. Yeah, and but then, and then his whole demeanor, and then it's like that's that's real world right there, man. Yeah, 
And uh, and then you know Bucky ends up getting arrested, but because uh, he failed to talk to his therapist. Don't do the book. Don't do the writing thing. Don't. <laughs> what does he say? It's so. Uh, oh man, what's the word he uses? I forgot what word he uses, but I loved it. Is it cliche? No, it's not cliche. No, it's it's something like. Oh my god, what's the word? When you're being like a total like jerk. But, you know, fancy word. God darn it. I don't know. I forgot what he says. But uh, but I thought it was hilarious. What is the word? <laughs> hey, you know how I am, man. That stuff bugs me. Oh, my iPad's upstairs. I don't know. Oh, dude, that's going to bug me, dude. Damn it. You want me to look it up? No. But anyway, so what's uh, what else though? I mean, what what do you think? Where do you think this show's gonna go? It's only gonna go up. <laughs> no, seriously, and th- you know that's no joke on John Walker. Get it up because he looked like Carl from Up. Anyways, no, I'm ex- I I nice I, <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm excited to see. You know, Zemo play a huge role in it. I'm excited to see what happens with John Walker. I'm excited to see more of the banter between Sam and Bucky. But ultimately, you know, I just I kind of want to see the more of the espionage and find out exactly where these essentially super soldier serums coming from. So, do you think that they are? Fisher super soldiers like that's going to be the whole story not necessarily like full super soldiers just uh more enhanced i guess enhanced strength but not as in depth as a super soldier maybe mm-hmm. who knows maybe it's hydra 2.0 oh that'd be interesting run by zemo do you think yeah. zemo's behind it possibly because listen that if that dude can make civil war happen, if we're gonna if we're gonna assume that this dude's plan in civil war to pit him against each other and all this stuff, it was all everything went as perfectly planned as he planned it. You think he he planned he, to get that's, caught? That's a gene. Yeah, that that's just super. Well, no, he at some his plan failed at the end. But I mean, to where he got it, you know, because at the end of the day, Black Panther is the one that saved him from killing himself. And mm-hmm. but thinking about like how he connect how he did everything in that process from setting him up and you know because you would assume that he had something to do kind of in a way with the whole beginning of the film with wanda and crossbones and all that stuff and then leading to you know because he learned all of hydra's secrets and then setting them up uh to to about bucky and setting him out and knowing that's Captain America's weakness. Mm-hmm. He tried to Lex Luthor the Marvel world, like how Lex Luthor did Batman vs Superman in the extended cut, as always. But see, Lex Luthor was more believable to me in the extended cut. Where this one, again, hold on, <coughs> salute. Excuse me, thank you. Where Marvel doesn't. One thing that Marvel does terribly, in my opinion, is they build very crappy villains. Meaning they don't give them enough more defeatable sto- villains. Well, no, they don't give them enough story to develop them 
to fully understand who they are and how they are. They give you enough to like to give you a a probable motive, but then that's it. Well, I think that's what maybe this this uh, the series of Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to do is give us more of a story behind Zemo. And you said it where he learned all of Hydra's secrets. So we we know with what he exposed what you know he what Hydra has done which we've seen in the movies. Maybe we're going to find out what else he knows about Hydra. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. But that's but my thing is too. I mean, this is a TV series, so ideally you would it should do that, but I was going back to like the movies where they do a very cuz in, in again, if you watch Civil War, you're to assume that Zemo was this expert. I mean, he's he was an ex-soldier and his family essentially died in Sokovia with the Age of yeah. Ultron event. He was just a regular soldier though, and he was patient. And he did all this. He pretty much made Captain America and Iron Man go fisticuffs. You know what I mean? It was all part of a plan. Yeah. But they don't give you enough of a backstory of him to go, oh, damn, he's that much of a genius. Where we know with Lex Luthor in Batman vs. Superman, for example, the extended cut, and I'll always say that, you get the, the gist that he's behind all this and you see every stepping stone of his plan and it works for the most part the same up until Batman and Superman don't kill each other, just like how Captain America and Iron Man don't kill each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, except the difference is that he didn't do the coward way and try to kill himself. He just got more knowledge with Steppenwolf and the yeah. uh, thing, and then Zemo tried to kill himself, and Black Panther stopped him. But that my thing is, like, if you go back and you look at all the villains, excluding Thanos, because Infinity War was really Thanos' movie. That was his right. whole origin. But if you go back to all the Marvel movies and you go to the villains, they give you enough to give you their their motivation and maybe their conviction as to why they're doing it, but that's about it. They don't really give you anything. Like one of the biggest people, one of the biggest villains in MCU that gets kind of no love, Whiplash. True. Everyone hates this guy. I hated part. him when I first saw the movie. Yeah. Years. And you get enough that he pretty much is Tony Stark. Yeah. He just looks more like a Russian thug because that's what he looks like is what he is. Yeah. But he's basically Tony Stark. It's his counterpart. Mm-hmm. But we don't really get that. Like you have to sit there and like watch it a couple times and then just really try to your try to really you know get zoom sucked into the to the story and the experience to sit there and go he's basically Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, just had a bad hand. Exactly. You know, but you don't get that in your it's initial. It's Tony Stark without the money. You don't get that in the initial thing. And you can do that with a lot of people. You yeah. can do that with a lot of villains from from Marvel. Um, what's another one? Uh, Ant-Man villain. You get enough to where he's trying to do. Actually, no, they kind of give him a decent amount. Talking about Yellow Jacket? Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's it's like enough to, again, they give you enough so that way you can understand his motive. He's trying to build a company, trying to do this. Then he finds he was betrayed, and then he wants to basically take the same armor. Yeah. You know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, that wasn't really even a villain. It was no. a misunderstood girl as Ghost. Yeah. So there was kind of tech. The villain was the dude trying to get the, trying to steal the dang thing. Yeah. Um, Ronan. He just wanted power. We didn't really know why he hated Thanos to the extent. You know, at the time too, Nebula, how she just like turned on her dad 
I'm going to roll with Ronan. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, there's a lot. If you really just kind of dissect the Marvel villains, the villains don't get that much love. They just get kind of enough. So that way we understand why they're a problem for the hero, Mm -hmm. but it's really the hero that gets all the love. Yeah. I agree. As opposed to, like you said, other than Thanos, which got, like you said, infinity war was his movie. Yeah, Marvel's all about their heroes, mm-hmm. and it's it kind of sucks because a lot of these villains were great, and we know they're great, but they deserve a lot more. I kind of want to see Marvel do a complete villains movie. I don't, you know what, man? We we talked about this a little while ago. Where DC's darker, I don't think, I don't think Marvel has the balls to do a dark thing. To be honest with you, because of. The and it's not so much because of Disney, but at the same time, it's it is because it's the umbrella that they establish. Because here, here's the thing too. Um, I'm, I know we're kind of all over the place, but one thing about like Justice League. So real quick, super quick to circle back. When you look at Justice League with Joss Whedon's cut, Joss Whedon slash the WB's cut, Steppenwolf was trash. It was just a horrible villain. But then when you watch Snyder's cut. Like we talked about, like we cared about him. Like you learned a little bit more. Again, you didn't learn. There's still much more you can learn. Like mm-hmm. I would love to learn how he got like disgraced, how he betrayed Darkseid, you know, his family and everything. That would have yeah, been cool. Side. You know, that would have been cool. But they gave us more to, to actually care about the character. They, they gave us enough to what how Marvel does it, basically. Yeah. Um, But to circle back what I was go- going to on that is imagine the Avenger movies, the first and Age of Ultron. If Joss Whedon didn't do him, because now if you go back, like if you watch after, because I, you know, I, I kind of extensively looked into the whole Snyder cut and the Whedon slash WB studios cut. And I'm like, you, you literally have an A and B comparison of just like what he does, Whedon does, and then what Snyder does. Right. And then if you go back and watch Avengers, the first one at the very least, the only reason that movie was fantastic and amazing was because again, it was something never before seen in cinematic. Right. And you had the other two, you had three other, no, technically four other movies, Hulk, Iron Man, um, actually five, Hulk, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, First Avenger, and Thor. Five movies that led to a single film, and it was a big-time show event. Yeah. But we didn't took the easy way out because if you think about it, it's kind of, I can't watch the Avengers now. It's a little cringy, you know? I'll give you a, I'll give you a part. Um, when they're in the on the helicarrier and like first meeting and everything, and then Tony's like kind of being a little sass and he like puts the little tracker thing. He goes, "Oh, I'm gonna be you know this and that," and then everyone's just kind of looking at him like, "What?" And he goes, "That guy's playing Galaga," you know. He thought he would have noticed, but we did. It's just so random. Like, what does that got to do with anything? And then like after the scene ends, it goes back and you see the guy go back and play Galaga. Like, what does that got to do with anything? Like, what what did that? time footage and all that have to do can, can you reuse that resource and put it somewhere else in the movie that would have gave it something better to look at it was just a, a quick shot at comedic relief but i get what you're saying but he does if you watch the movie there's a lot of it yeah like there is a lot of that sprinkled throughout the movie and i don't know i mean and then same thing with age of ultron you know and and when you go when you see that and then you go and you watch Civil War, you watch the other Avenger movies, the Russo brothers, you're like, whoa. 
the tone is different. They're still Marvel-esque, mm-hmm. but the tone is different. And it's like, imagine if somebody else did Avengers and Age of Ultron. I honestly think we'd have way better movies. Because I'll be honest, Avengers isn't really even one of my... At this point, it's not even in my top 10, really. It it was good for the time, but yeah, like you said, going back and like actually like kind of picking it apart. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Well, yeah. It was good. It was good for the time, but I mean, even now, like even if I wasn't picking it apart, it's just I don't know. There's just there's just there's a lot. Like, uh, go watch Avengers again. There's a lot of crit- same thing with with uh, Age of Ultron. It was like uh, like in the beginning where they're they're battling and that one uh, when he falls in her breasts. Well, that, but on the, whether they're, they're attacking and he, he said something and he's like, you know, have, why can't we stop? And he's like, they're the Avengers. Oh yeah. 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 yeah you know, they're the Avengers. Yeah. I don't know when Tony's like, please be a secret door. Please be a secret door. Yay. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, granted some of that is a little bit like his character, but, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, you know, he has the tech. He knows there's a secret door already. Like, why is he going to? Right, Jarvis already knew there was a secret door. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It just kind of bums me out now that this whole issue with Justice Lee came through and you clearly see that. Because I don't think, I don't. I honestly don't think Joss Whedon is going to direct another movie unless he makes it his own. I think he's... In he, general or... In like, general. Wow. It's a bold statement. Well, what other what what else has he done outside of TV? I, I If you're going to ask me if you can do another no, TV... No, no, and I would... Sure, but movie... I'd agree. Yeah, like, even, like, the TV series that he did, like, one of the big ones I always go back to is Buffy, right? Like, that show is entire cringe. Like, I don't... I was just like, how does anybody actually watch this? Here. Let's take a quick Wikipedia look at at Whedon's filmography in films, and let's see what kind of success he has. Because the only movie that I can think of that he did... And the only reason he did, and it might have been his first movie he ever made, is because he created the show and the show ended up making a movie. Do you know what it is? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. <sighs> I'm sorry. I was just... so bummed out that you have to look at <laughs> no, it. Oh, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to as that to, towards you or anything. I was just, I had a big side of release. Where's uh, his filmography? Oh, right here. Exactly. Exactly. So the first film he ever directed, which kind of makes you wonder why he even did Avengers. Uh, Serenity, which is... Oh, yeah. Which only had one season for... uh, Firefly. Firefly? Yeah. So that's it. And then after that, in 2005, he made Serenity. And then it wasn't until 2012 where he did The Avengers. Wow, that's a big hiatus. And then he... Well, because he probably did a lot of TV in that time. Let's Probably see. executive produced. And stuff. He did one episode, two episodes of The Office. Um, really? Yeah. So he started off, he directed 28 episodes and wrote 25 episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Directed seven episodes and wrote the 12 episodes. Oh, mind you, he's the creator of Buffy. And he was a creator of this show, Angel. Yeah, which was a spinoff. Creator and directed three, wrote five episodes of Firefly. Um, directed two episodes of Office. Created, directed three, wrote five episodes of Dollhouse, directed an episode of Glee, and then he directed and wrote 
the first episode, the pilot episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and he's part creator of that. And then that's it. And then he was supposed to be The Nevers. It's another show coming in 2021, but it says departed before release of the first season. So, so anyways, outside of that, he directed Serenity in 05, Avengers in 2012, Much Ado About Nothing in 2012 as well. What the hell is that? I have no idea. Romantic comedy. That's irrelevant. Uh, He wrote and produced Cabin in the Woods. Really? Mm -hmm. And he wrote In Your Eyes, wrote and directed Age of Ultron, and then rewrote part and directed additional scenes for justice league that's it that's that's his that's his freaking portfolio that's not very large no i mean that they have big names attached to them but it's not a whole lot again i don't understand why at the time marvel went to him they had nobody else i guess i don't know and I'm telling you, I honestly think those two movies would be a lot better if they were done by somebody else. Even if Favreau did it, which I'm surprised. Dude, I love which I'm Favreau. Su- which I'm surprised he didn't do the Avenger movies. Oh man! Now that you said it, I would have. Ooh, that see now you finally in yeah, my level. I'd love to have John Favreau direct the first two Avenger movies. Jeez. Yep. He's he's brilliant in everything he does. I know you don't like the movie, but you know he directed Elf. Like I lo- absolutely love that movie. It's not that I not not like it. It's just I don't like it. No, it's not you don't like it. I mean, it's cool. Can't all be winners. I what's her name? Zoe Deschanel just looks so weird to me in that movie. I don't know. I like I like it. No, she. Ooh, <laughs> ah. Um, let me see. Um, so Favreau was brought in. Two major prospects occurred for Marvel. Jan Favreau was brought in to executive produce the film, and the company signed a long-term release. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was just, I was just seeing if there was any, if there was any other directors they had in mind. Oh, for the Avengers. Yeah, I can see someone else wrote the movie. Zach Penn wrote. Excuse me. <coughs> Salute. Zach Penn wrote the film, who also wrote The Incredible Hulk, which was really good, by the way. The Edward Norton one, yeah. Yeah. And then. Which also gets a lot of flack, and I don't understand why. I don't know either. It's a lot better than that uh, Eric Bana one. That one had some moments, though. I'll give him that. And then, yeah, so Joss Whedon was brought in to, he completed his deal to essentially direct and and rework Penn's script. I wonder what that was like. Because hmm. he put in all the Joss Whedon crap in it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's already done with, but I don't see him doing anything else going True forward. True chains. Anyways, man, so Captain uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon looks good. 
I'm excited. Um, yeah. I want to see where it goes. It has uh, Winter Soldier vibes. Winter Soldier is my favorite movie. I really want to see where Bucky goes. My biggest thing, and we'll get a taste of this um, next March 2021, is I want to see how much of an impact these shows on Disney Plus, Marvel shows on Disney Plus, have on the actual films of the MCU. Right. Because if they're going to establish, like one thing was they said, uh, Kevin Feige had said, I believe, about Doctor Strange too, because that's when we're going to see uh, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. They're like, we want to make sure that people are able to not having to be required to watch the series to understand what's going on. And I look at that two ways. One, it's like, okay, that's cool because, you know, these stories you can see if you just, if you want more, if you're a fan and you want more content, then watch the TV shows and that's great. But if you're going to invest time and, you know, fanboys, fangirls to really get sucked into these shows and there's really not that big of a payoff when you watch the movies, then what the hell are we doing? It's just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, are you going to do like a previously on wandavision to get you caught up if you didn't watch wandavision in doctor strange 2 or like well no they're basically you'll probably get like uh two or three one-liners just to set up or they'll probably kind of like reiterate what they think is enough like they'll basically sum up the wandavision season in like three minutes of footage just like hey you know I was, you know, I, I understand loss, you know, I was in my own world and I learned how to be the way I am and I'm trying to find my kids and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's, a, you know what I mean? Like that, some people can be like, wait, what kids? Like what? Yeah. I don't know. But I, I feel like it would be something like that. Like there would just be no, some but throwaway. Ultimately, like if you're a fan of the MCU and you don't watch these shows that they're putting on Disney plus, then what are you doing? Exactly. I mean, that's the whole purpose of all those, you're but right. I don't know. So it just kind of makes me, you know, introducing the next Captain America in the MCU in a TV show. Like, I think that's pretty huge. That's that. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to do another Avengers movie or any, anything like you, you have to assume people watch the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm kind of like, we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, I think that's what they're planning on too. Just like they they know a lot of people were going to be watching these shows because they were announced way back when. And you know what uh, what perfect time to kind of watch these shows and during a pandemic, I guess. But you know, like I said, if you, if they they know people are Marvel fans or the MCU fans, they kind of betting on people are watching these shows so they don't have to go back and reiterate what happens. I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, to wrap up Marvel news, uh, the other thing, and speaking of Marvel movies, uh, Black Widow is f- looks like it's finally going to come out in July, I believe, of this year. It'll be in theaters, so I'll go to the, I'll for sure go to IMAX to watch it. Um, you will be able to watch it at home, but the way to do that is via Disney Plus Premier Access, where you pay the extra $30, which, in my personal opinion, is a waste of money right now because so far there's only been two movies mulan and raya where our premium access so i don't know how that works if it's just like one time or it's just like a monthly thing as well but there's no value whatsoever especially considering these movies like mulan and raya they come out like two months later unless you're john and kate plus eight and you, you know you're trying to save on movie tickets but other than that, I know. guess, yeah, you know, 30 bucks for it, but 
I won't be doing that. I'll go to the movie theaters, man. I'll take the experience. Yeah. Like I'm not going to spend 30 bucks. It was, if it was telling me like 30 bucks to own the movie or even 40 bucks to own the movie. Sure. I'll do it. But I don't know, man. It's just with movie theaters opening up, it's like, I'd rather just go to the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big advocate to watching it at home and my comfort. Justice League was a great experience. Tom and Jerry, the little things, you know, HBO Max, I think is doing it right. I just, I don't think it's cool that they're upping the price. Like HBO Max, you're getting all their movies that are in the theaters at no extra cost. And Disney has, this is what going to be their third movie to do this. And it's like, you got to pay the money. Yeah. It's like, bro. Don't worry. Disneyland is going to open up pretty soon. You guys will make all your money back pretty soon. In one day. You're Disney. You got you, so many people already you, waiting at the gate. Yeah. You guys are over here getting ready to oh, plan, releasing plans for the other park expansion they're doing. Have you seen that? For California Adventure? Well, just Disney. It's not really a it's a, it's a new park. Oh, really? So, if you... Uh, so you have at Disneyland, you have, uh, obviously you have Disneyland across from there. You have California Adventure. Then you have Downtown Disney. <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be a direct expansion to California Adventure, um, how they're doing it. But you know when you go to uh, Downtown Disney and you cross the uh, bridge to the Lego store and then yeah. you keep going, you have like the ESPN. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a street right there though, right? There's a street that separates... Um, because there's the Disneyland Hotel or whatever. Right. Well, anyways, all right there, the Disneyland Hotel next to it, there's that parking lot and mm-hmm. all that. So that whole, there's a whole rectangular piece. Let me see if I can bring it up so at least you can see it. And they're planning to do a uh, expansion right there. So it's like a whole, I forget how many acres, but, uh, and I don't really know what it's supposed to be. Like what was the, the overall theme? But oh, right here, look at um, Disneyland unveils plans for Disneyland expansion. The Disneyland Forward project could use existing Disneyland to stretch theme park. So yeah, it looks like it might connect to California Adventure and Disneyland. Oh wow! And it might become a they might combine the two things. But let me see. Can I click on this? No. I'll let you take a look at this. I'm gonna show you my laptop. So down here's California Adventure. There's Disneyland. Downtown Disney's like right here. There's like the Lego store right here's the yeah. Disneyland Hotel, and then that's the whole where they propose to do the park. Wow, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, and then over here is like the parking structure. Yeah, and then it's getting rid of all these. Like this was the other big parking lot for Disney, mm-hmm. and then over here was like the Downtown Disney Park and all that. All that gone. It becomes a park. Dang, parking just gonna get bad. Well, because if you remember, like, on the other side of they Disneyland, that, that they added parking. that other expansion park over there. Yeah. Parking. With the, uh, didn't they do a, uh, what's that called? The bridge to go across? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, that's all part of the plan. But, yeah, if you look at the picture. Didn't they, weren't, wasn't there, like, rumors that they planned on, like, straight from their hotels making those, those uh, air walk, what is it called? Bridges? Straight from the hotels into the parks? I don't know, but if they do this park thing, the California or the Disneyland hotel is in the park. So, wow, so the prices for that just went up even more. Yeah. Because I'm trying to see where's downtown Disney. That would be right here. So, yeah, they would be. No, that's the Grand the California. So, I don't know. So I the mean, Grand California would be towards the end of 
See, uh, look, if I'm looking at this correctly in this concept art, that's Grand California. Yeah. And then this is, yeah. So downtown Disney should be like right there, that right there. Yeah. But that looks like another entrance. That's how it's going to connect to Disneyland. Hmm. So I wonder if they're going to, are they going to get rid of downtown Disney? No, they probably just extend it out one way or the other. Unless that's just the entrance for that park. Because you can see a connection over here. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's it's high science. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so they're planning to expand. Um, which is interesting because, you know, there was they were closed in California. And I would assume they would want to, you know, go elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like go to Texas. Yeah, but if they already had the lands... They yeah, it's the true. Land, like, it's true, I guess. Honestly, probably just cheaper to, if you already own the land, just to build on what you have. The plan initially vague. Disney won't even submit it to the city and for approval until 2023. So it's two years out before they even submit it for approval. So probably, say, what, another two years after that? For approval, it says, and then maybe two years after that, till they start breaking ground, which means six years. So there's after. so it looks like it's gonna. It might be more of like a Pixar park. That's what I was thinking. Because some of the early like rumored attractions would be uh, Frozen attraction, which would incorporate Disney's biggest box office merchandise power. Blah blah blah. Frozen ride at Disney. So there's already a Frozen ride at Disney World. That could easily replica- be replicated here in the West Coast. And then another one is Tangled. Mm. A movie loose, Sloan, iconic. Uh, possibly a Peter Pan. Another Peter Pan. I don't know. Unless they're planning to do a movie. Um, also floated is a Toy Story land, like the one in Disney World, which is essentially a rethread of the defunct A Bug's Life land. That Disney already plowed over in California Adventure. And, and uh, oh, and an unconnected to anything else, a potentially a tr- the Tron roller coaster. Mm. That'd be cool. I don't know. I think they might go more along the lines that might be like a Pixar thing because they kind of eliminated a lot of Pixar stuff from California Adventure because that's originally yeah. what it was. Like it felt like. Yeah, because it was what? A, a Bugs Land and. Then the uh, well, it was a bugs. It was a bugs Paradise land. Paradise Pier had all the Pixar stuff too in California Adventure. Well, it still does. Ori- originally, Paradise Pier was more like like Bo- uh, Santa Cruz Boardwalk type yeah. of style, it ha- and it was California themed. And then they brought uh, more Disney and Pixar into it. That's why you had like the uh, Toy Story ride there. The Toy Story Monst- Mania. Monsters Inc. has a ride on the other side of the uh, uh, Hollywood side of things. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird, and then uh, well, because like I can you have s- Little Mermaid just placed in like this, like the one that doesn't fit. Yeah, they did a lot of weird things. Oh yeah, and then Cars is there's a whole Cars land, so that's yeah. so I can see them probably like get rid of the monsters ride and then like convert that whole side to something Marvel. Yeah, because that's all that's holding them back. Because it's like okay, you have Marvel Land, and then you have you know the they probably just add on to the Avengers. Do like some sort of Avengers ride using? Yeah, because the they'll probably get rid of like that Hollywood alley or yeah. street and make it some Avengers thing, and then you have all that there that just doesn't do anything. 
you know, the Monsters Inc. And it was they used to make it like a. What if they did like a Doctor Strange ride? That'd be cool. Like, what's the street he lives on? Uh, uh, Bleecker Street. Bleecker Street. Yeah. Like, make that Bleecker Street. Yep. That'd be tight. And then, like inside the world of Disney, it's like Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. Like it's his like a replica of his. Uh, uh, Centaurum, and then you can go in and do all kinds yeah, of magic stuff. Yeah, because you can do it right there. Because it's, uh, it's, it's like the sorcerer. Thing. Oh, dude, like a sorcerer uh, uh, school or something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, right? Disney. Hey, we hey want, I we, want my checks. Yeah. <laughs> Our checks better be in the mail. Make that check out to Sigma Duo Cast. Oh, it's uh, Rick Ariano and Nate Gonzalez. <laughs> all right. Don't give me that shit. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no, that's PG-13. Wait, that's PG-13. That's PG-13. They said in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we could say it here. Yep. <laughs> you said it a couple times too. I did. All right, trying to keep it clean, and they haven't dropped an f bomb or anything else. No. Nope. Um. But yeah, no. Um. Yeah, and then you have that whole other side where it was what the Muppets had like a four D room. Then was didn't they change? I don't know if they got rid of it. Frozen show. Oh, it was a Frozen show. And then they got rid of that, so I don't know what it is now. Yeah, and then after that, it's just a bunch of buildings, and it's the uh, Monsters, Inc. ride, and then another couple bunch of buildings. Yeah. So, dude, all that can become Marvel, no problem. It used to be the uh, right next to the Monsters ride was the arcade. Yeah, Tron's arcade in the back. Mm-hmm. And then they have a little stage right there for, like, shows. Yeah, like live shows. Excuse me. Next Last time I, there, I was there, they had a cheer competition. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, you know what? California Adventure is kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's just kind of like... Just random. It, it had a theme at first, and now it's just like kind of all over the place. Yeah, like they're changing everything. And- it's like, let's just throw whatever we can't put in Disneyland. We'll just put it there. Which kind of yeah. blows my mind because it's like... I don't know. There, I feel like there's a lot in, in Disneyland that they can retool. Yeah. So... But they won't because it's Disneyland. Yeah. Um... Damn, now I'm kind of like I'm wondering what, what else they can do. I think that whole idea of expansion is pretty cool because it would, it, the only thing that sucks is that it would stretch the park way the hell down there. There would have to be like another entrance because if you think about it, you're entering California Adventure, then it's, you got to go all the way to the right because they would create like some type of bridge that goes over the, the street right mm-hmm. there. And then boom, they can add more, and yeah, it could be definitely more, um, more of the uh, Pixar Pixar stuff, like Frozen, Tangled, the princess stuff. Like that would be cool because you know what? They don't really have much, especially since there's an Avengers Land and a Cars Land. Let's let's be real. That's more if we're gonna genderify it. That's more dude thing than anything. So it'd be kind of cool. Like there's a little transitioning to where you're going into like Pixar, you know, Bay with all the the pier stuff and classic Mickey and all that. And then little mermaid and goofy. And then it's like on the other side, you got all these other like princess type of, uh, you know, things like frozen tangled. Oh, but if they're using that, the whole parking lot, then right at the end of, uh, cause the streets right there behind, uh, the cars ride. No, it's this way. Yeah. But you can still make a, uh, to cross over that street. No, not you're you're thinking the wrong. It's it's on the other side of where the roller coaster is at. That's you go past that street and you have the uh and you have the uh what do you call it? You have the Disneyland Hotel. 
Actually, if anything, yeah. See, look, I'll show you right here. So right here is the pier. Right here is the roller coaster. See, this way. You're thinking this way where Cars Land's over here. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, this yeah. way. So you're going that way. So you would, it looks like in the concept art right there by. What's the name of that street? It looks like right on the other side of Goofy's ride, somehow, yeah, right there in the little pavilion of like all the foods. Somewhere right there, they would make some type of like bridge, right behind the Corn Dog Castle. Yeah, around that area, and they'll make a bridge that connects to the other land, which they probably could because I'm trying to remember. There's a Corn Dog Castle, and then there's that little shop area where you can buy the the merchandise, and then you have no. It's further up. It's like. Right, no, but I'm trying to remember. And then, like, Corn Dog Castle. Then you have Goofy Sky School, and then you have that pavilion of food. Food, yeah. So they might, they might actually take out that pavilion of food. Your cam. No, it in the well in the concept, it's still there. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see if I can bring up a better image for us to to reference. Um, is this the most current map? Wait, that's Disneyland. Oh, there it is. Wait, no, because behind what's behind Goofy Sky School? Behind that, you have Little Mermaid here. Then you so have right the here. Grizzly River Run. So no, you were right. It would be it would be next. It it, it might be next to uh, Goofy Sky School and right behind like the do- the hot dog. Because look, there's nothing there. It's just like a seating area. See that right there? Yeah, it's just a seating area. And then yeah, they, they have so the right- Grizzly River Run back there. And then you have that hiking thing you can do. Yeah, so, it'd so you be, have all that open area. You can. It'd be over here where they they would do it. Yeah. Well, the Grand California Hotel's right there too. Remember that. That's why you have to take in consideration. So that's why they would. But they, they just do a huge walk. Yeah. So that's why it would be more on this corner end because the street is like here. Yeah. So it would be somewhere around this area where they would make a thing where it would connect. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, let's be real, though. I mean, if that happens, it won't. We will 2035. Yeah, there's a good 15, 15 years before we even see it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that would be cool because, you know what, like I said, it's going to stretch the capacity a bit. It's going to stretch the, the parks a bit. You know, they'll raise the capacity, but then they'll stretch it as well, and it would be. It's still going to be packed. I understand, but I mean, it's, you know, there's more to do. So there's a variety of things. Yeah. I'm just curious if it's going to be its own park, you know, or if it's going to be, because I mean, think about it. If it's its own park, dude, that'd be genius on their part as far as like pinching money out of people's butts. Oh, dude, but as consumers, that's just. Oh, yeah. The people, Disney fanatics will eat it up. Park hoppers, AP prices just went to like. Twenty five hundred. If they even have that, remember they like re re re. Now it's what legacy pass holders. Yeah, they're restructured all that nonsense. Yeah, I don't even. I'd rather just pay the ticket for a three day hopper, four day hopper, and that's it, dude. Like, dude, imagine that though. A third park. What is it like a three day hopper now? It's like four hundred bucks. It's like three three twenty five or I don't know if they'll even have the prices. Three sixty. Let's go to Disney dot com. Disneyland hopper pass. Let's see. How much do hopper passes clo- cost? So a three-day hopper pass, 365 Yeah. If this is still accurate, who knows if they're going to raise it because of how much money they've lost with COVID. So let's do uh, some simple math. Let's assume that if you divide that by two, that's per park, right? Which I know it's not, but let's just assume. 
So 182.5. So then you times that by three if there's a third park. So five, we'll just round up 550 per person. For a three-day park hopper? For a three-day park hopper. Hopper. I can't even speak. So let's say 550 into unit divide. And honestly, I'm just going to take the 10 plus up because three to nine, come on, it's pretty much it. So it's like a $20 difference. So times that by, let's see, you you got a family of four. I got a family of four. That's $2,200 for, just, just for get, three days to get into Disneyland. Into the park. Assuming there's three parks and we just, add, you know, we divided the. the that's uh, not the cost of food. That's not the cost, cost of travel, fuel, lodge, travel, lodge. Like you want, you're talking. 2200 You're talking probably about a good five grand just to go. For three days. For three days. Five grand? That's insane, dude. No way, dude. That's I'm, insane. I'll just uh, fly a drone. <laughs> I'll just VR it, bro. I'll yeah. have someone going. I'll just, yeah, I'll get, oh, I'll get uh, connect hey, what if Disneyland Adventure 2. Hey, what if that's a future thing? Like you pay someone, kind of how, you know how we have Uber, you know, that drives us where we need to go? What if we have, at some point, we get so lazy, people, society, that we have VR experience? So you have a guy that's there with the VR and you're seeing everything they're seeing, so to speak. Right. Or there's a guy there recording everything like has uh, glasses, but you're in the VR. He's having his perspective. Yeah. And you tell him like, Oh, go over here. And you're like, okay, go go eat a, go buy a churro and eat a churro. Uh (laughs) I can taste it. It tastes so good. It's cinnamon. Wouldn't that be something though? Like that, that doesn't sound far fetched to me. Not at all. Wow. We're, We're nearly there. That's hilarious. Can you go on the can you go on the Star Wars roller coaster Kylo Ren roller coaster for me? Mister, can you go wait for the princesses for me, please? Uh look down. Look down. Yes. <laughs> dude. Oh my god, wouldn't that be something? Cuz dude, let's be real. There's people who are afraid to hey, go bro, outside. Let's, let's just You know what? Right now. We're have too many ideas. We're, I'm not posting this episode. We're taking it because we have too many ideas. <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Like, how much would you charge if you were that? Uh, say, you know, the cost of a three-day hopper was, you know, 500 Here, bucks. no, here. Live VR experience a day in Disneyland. You're in the driver's seat for one day. Or we'll limit, we'll, we'll put a cap on hours, 12 hours. How, how long is Disneyland generally open? Usually about they like on the weekends they're open from like I think eight a.m. until midnight. Let's see if uh, let's hours? see if we have uh, where uh, where it used to be. Disneyland typically opens between eight a.m. to ten no eight a.m. and ten a.m. and closes between ten p.m. and midnight. So depending, so we'll just take we'll we'll take the long stretch eight a.m. to midnight. Well, how many hours is that? Sixteen. So, all right, 16 hours, live VR feed, pretty much outside of anything that's illegal, whatever, you control, they control you. They tell you where to go, what to do, the whole nine yards, 16 hours. How much would you charge? You'd have to cost, uh, you'd have to charge the cost of a ticket. But here's the thing. You got to also make it where it doesn't, it's less expensive than actually going. Because that's the whole In point. Sense. That's so, the whole point, though. The, the Otherwise, way. I'll just go. Or you market it as you're, you're paying for the, the experience for the rides, not any of the 
the, you know, anything else. You're not shopping. You're not buying food. You know, none but of no, no, no. That's a good point. Shopping included. You shop for them. I want you to go to the shop and I want to see this. Okay. Live. Okay. I like that sweater. How much is a sweater? $43. Okay. Click, click, click. <laughs> he said $43. That's cute. It's a child sweater. Oh, okay. <laughs> you okay. know, $43. Okay. Venmo or whatever. Boom. Account just got uploaded $43. You buy the stuff for them. Well, you'd have to charge a, an upcharge. Well, yeah. You got to make money. Well, yeah. But that's what I'm trying to say. That, that that's a good bring bring up that you said. Now that's included. Dude, I don't know if we should keep talking about this because I think this I think this could be a real thing. That's how crazy Disneyland people are. They can't go to Di- especially why I included that right now. Shopping. And then you just and and you don't have to worry about shipping because Disney will ship for you. Would they? Yeah. Oh my god. You can buy it in shop and for the okay, most we need, part we, if, we, yeah, we need to live, kill this like, because you know state. what? That's 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 an idea. And I don't know, people might be like, that's far fetched. Like, no. But people like you said, there's, there's the Disney fanatics. fanatics would pay for it. Yeah. Like even say, okay, so say let me see, let me go back to the ticket thing real quick. <laughs> Can you imagine though, just hiring someone? And he's just so bored because he's done Disneyland. Like, no, think about right. Like that's what they do. But think about it because you have people that we have. We we as a society we're so sucked into YouTube and stuff like that. So imagine, I mean, to could be able to live feed control someone what they're seeing, what they're doing, and yeah, okay. Um, I want you to go on the Jungle Cruise. Not a problem. You don't really, you know, you could have some, no dialogue or whatever. So you're just trucking along, just giving the experience. Like what you would, like a cinematographer, you would kind of look and film what you would think they would want you to do. And you get on the ride. And then, but you have it in your, you have an ear in there and they're telling you, okay, look towards the, you know, look, look at the elephants. You're like, it's the next step of what social media influencers are doing. A lot of those influencers are taking their cameras, whether on their phone or Dude, I'm telling you. And recording their experience, but you're doing it for somebody. So one day, t- no, that's not. How much is Disneyland ticket in 20? Uh, the lowest one day, one park adult ticket remains at $104. While the highest price ticket is now 154 So we'll we'll say 160 So 160 one day. To go to Disneyland, shop for them. And rides and whatever. They have like almost universally full control along with, uh, you know, obviously legality things and inappropriate. Keep it, keep it uh, correct. What would you? So I would probably charge. I would have to live there for one because I'd you have, have to, to live down there. Yeah. You know, but I was going to say I'd probably charge. I, I, I want to say it, it, I want to say two bills, but I feel like that's too low. No, that's way too low. I'm looking at two racks minimum. Two thousand? Yeah, because you think about it. If you're spending all day in Disneyland for one person, right? Like you have to be able to provide for yourself. So you're spending sixteen hours a day in one park for one person. You have to charge them that much. Okay, then because you gotta you gotta be able to pay your yeah, rent. But you gotta see, buy your food. Like you got to do all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Let me ref- let me ref- restructure that now. This ain't this ain't a job to live off of. It's more of a hobby thing. It's again, it's like Ubers. So you have people that would 
hey, I ain't got nothing to do. Someone puts a request. Hey, I want to be able to. But and then see, people then, use Uber as a full time job. Yeah, but they have multiple customers. That's what makes it cost. And that's what I'm saying. With this, You're, for a single person, that's ridiculous. They'll just go to Disneyland themselves, bro. But if they can't. That's still too much. So you would have to create sessions then. You'd have to create blocks. Yeah. So you'd have, to, you'd have to limit it to like, okay. Yeah. So there's like, a, okay. A four hour three, session. Th- yeah. Four hour session. Um, cost of cost of admission is automatic. And then whatever you feel your time is valuable. And then anything they want you to purchase, they have to provide the funds live. Yeah. Damn. If you did it, if you did it for an entire day, you you would essentially be losing money. No, if you did it for an entire day, then that makes sense what you said. Yeah, but if you if you broke it up into blocks, like four, say four hour blocks, you can get four people in a day. Yeah. So you, and then think about it. Here's the other you, catch: if you, you charge them two bills, that makes sense. Yeah, because initially price of admission, you when you're good for the entire day. Yeah. So out of that, you're only you know. Let's say two bills each. So that's what? Two, four, six, eight hundred bucks. You're only spending 160 in terms of entry. And now you just have the rest of that money to essentially compensate for your, mm-hmm. for your And you time. limit it to like one park this day, one park that day. Yeah. Well, again, that's where you would bring in your Ubers. Like, okay. I, like if I was a business owner, I'd be like, okay, I got four dudes, four people that can do uh, um, Disneyland. And I got four people that can do that and then book their times. Yeah. God dang it, dude! I I don't think we should post this. <laughs> I don't think we should post this because this the, you people might think this is ridiculous or funny or something, but this is legit. I can see this becoming a thing, yeah. and we would be the ones talking crap about them on the <laughs> on our show, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, "Why can't we get on the ground floor?" Hey, but you know what's copyright, right? Uh, is that a thing? Like my idea, I just came up with it here. So we, if we publish this, it's published, and if someone comes up with our idea, I can sue their ass. I don't think that's how it works. I'm gonna write it down and uh, mail it to myself, and we'll be all right. You write it down. And I'll put a business. It, uh, I'll I'll come up with the business plan, a uh, business plan, and get a patent. And then there you go. That's yeah. how we got it done. Don't think about it, people. I got it. Just create a LLC. That's it. It's our new company. Sigma Duocast VR Disneyland Edition Digital. No, uh, don't say the name, dude. You're gonna give it away. No, I can't give it away. <laughs> bleep 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 bleep. No. <laughs> Anyways, that'll get you banned on Twitter. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be something. Uh, I think that'd be something interesting. I think we should do it. Yeah. But anyways. All right, guys. That's all she wrote, folks. All right. Party's over. Everyone go home. That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast channels. What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned our languages through the World Wide Web. Until next time, stay safe and thanks for tuning in.
still here? It's over. Go home. Go.